Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Lord my God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name, O Lord. Lord my God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name. How excellent, how wonderful, how merciful is your name in all the earth. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, O Lord. My God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. How excellent is your name. Heavenly Father, we want to bless your name because your name is so excellent. It is so wonderful that whenever we call upon you, you are always there. We are here today, Lord, to know your word. We want you to come and speak to us yourself. Glorify yourself. Reveal yourself mightily in each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. As I'm standing here, as the message is going on, Lord, Father, speak your word into my life. Speak it into the life of, of the congregation. Even those that are not here, the blessings spread it unto them. Let your name be greatly praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Today we'll be talking about wisdom. All this while, since the beginning of this year, we have been talking about good news. Preaching the word. In giving the good news or preach the word, you require the wisdom of God. Before I go proper into the message, I want to draw our attention to somebody in the Bible who was evangelizing, who was giving the good news. He landed in trouble. And what are the things that he used to get out of this trouble? That is why when we have been instructed to evangelize, to preach the word, to spread the good news, you can't just go to somebody and say, look, you must repent. It might look insultive. You need the wisdom of God to do this. That is why today I want, I want to be looking at the wisdom. That will be from the Job 28. But before then, like I said, there is somebody in the Bible who faced stiff uh, accusation. But he was able to demonstrate wisdom of God, to get out of that. So very briefly, I will just look into that. This is in the book of Acts. It started from the book of Acts 21. From verse 20. I'm not going to the full story. I'll just summarize it for you. From verse 26 to 33. I'm talking about Paul here. In verse 28, Paul was arrested. Why? He was accused of preaching against the Jew people and his tradition. They were about to mob him, but he was lucky. Because the army commander saved him. He came to arrest him. Then, as the army commander arrested him, he was taking him away from those multitude of people. Then, the wisdom of God in Paul asked him to speak to that commander. In verse 39, Paul speaks to the commander that he was a Jew and a citizen of Taros in Sicilia. And that city is an important city. That he will like to speak to those people. And the commander obliged. He, he, he agreed. He, he, he went to the crowd and there was silence. That is wisdom of God that Paul has used at that critical time. Moving to the next chapter, chapter 22, from verse 1 to 2. 
He referred to them as brothers and fathers. And not just that alone. He spoke in the language that they understand. I'm sure many of us here, if you find yourself somewhere, and somebody suddenly speaks your language, or somebody that has been accused, that will temporarily draw you closer to him. And when Paul began to speak their language, what happened? There was great silence. There was great silence. That is wisdom of God. In the same Acts 22, if we jump to verse 24 to 9, even despite the fact that he has spoken, and they have said that he was part of them, he was ordered to be beaten. He was ordered that he should be beaten. Then he quickly revealed himself as a Roman citizen. That is another wisdom. He got out of that trouble. In, we jump to the next chapter. Chapter 23. On your own you can read this. You will understand the chronological history of these activities that happened to Paul. In verse 1 to 5. Maybe he has been carried away from what happened in the previous chapter. He was talking. He was talking. But... He landed himself in another trouble. He landed himself in another trouble. By the time he was struck in his mouth, he lost his composure. But what happened? He quickly admits his mistake. So when he found out that he has violated the law, he quickly admits his fault. I want you to trust the Lord to help you to maintain self-control in all situations. Confusion should have come to Paul, but he had that self-control. God helped him. That is wisdom. What did he say? He says, he says I did not know, brethren, that he was a high priest, for it is written, you shall not speak evil of ruler of your people. Again, another wisdom of God that he has used. What I'm saying is that be willing to acknowledge your shortcoming. Try to distinguish between error, uh, uh, accidental error. Try to distinguish between that. Realize that some mistakes are made unknowingly. So Paul, when he uttered that statement, he was, he was asked to be hit at the mouth, but he quickly admitted it. As you are sitting there, I want you to tell the Lord to help you to be willing to admit your fault, to, be, to admit your mistake. Just be telling God silently, so that when you have this spirit, the wisdom of God will flow in your life. And may God answer our prayer in Jesus' name. Paul showed wisdom again in switching the focus from himself to a debatable issue. If we read the story downward, you will discover that we have the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Saudi, the they are not agree. There are certain things that they don't agree. They don't, one part believes in restoration, the other part don't believe in restoration. Already Paul was in trouble. And for him to get out, he shifted the focus on himself. He allowed it to go to a debatable issue. And with this, by this, by the time this was going on, what happened? He was taken out of the place. That is wisdom of God. Brethren, but are we really looking for this wisdom? Are we seeking the wisdom? I know within our mind, we might be thinking that, okay, wisdom... It's just to know this or know that. It, go, it goes beyond that. And this brings me back to my topic, wisdom. What are we looking for? Are we really looking for this wisdom? Are we looking for the right wisdom? And where can this wisdom be found? That is where we are going today. But before then, what is wisdom? 
What is wisdom? It is defined in one dictionary as being the ability to apply or use correctly all knowledge gained, every experience of life and all understanding, born of knowledge and experience, along with insight. The word insight is very, very important there. It is also defined as being common sense and using good judgment. But we will say no sense is common. What you are thinking is common sense is not common. Praise the Lord. There is no doubt that all of us need more wisdom. Can you tell somebody by your right side and say you need more wisdom? Look at your left and say you need more wisdom. And if you are alone, just like myself, tell yourself that I need more wisdom. I need more wisdom. Whosoever you have examined, whether it's your neighbor, whether it is your family or friend, everyone needs more wisdom. Many of us, we have done so many funny things. Many funny things before we learn our uh, wisdom. Wisdom seems to be very elusive. It is not easily obtained. It is not something you can grab. By the time I analyze for you, you will find out that whether you have the wisdom or you have the other side of wisdom. Now, take for example. A little child will learn some important wisdom when they stick their hand in the hot plate. Correct? Or maybe hot stove. Or lantern. For those who know what lantern is. A little child, you put a lantern down Kerosene lantern I'm talking about. Put his hand there. What will happen? He will quickly withdraw it. Next time you move it closer, what will he do? He will not. But do you know that you adults, you learn something, but you don't even look, you, 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 don't, you don't grab it like little children. For instance, our sisters, praise the Lord. Sometimes when they are preparing the food, they Pick the pot from the fire and it burns their hands and they drop it. Sister, I know another time you will do it. Another time you will do it. Have you applied the good judgment? Have you applied the experience you have? Whereas the little child put his hand in his stove, you draw it closer, he will draw. But, okay, I'll talk about the sister. Brothers, many of us have paid the. Uh, Traffic fine. Have you learned something from that? It means experience alone is not wisdom. Experience alone is not wisdom. All of the experience of life only help us to gain little wisdom. But that is only if we allow those lessons that we learn to govern our actions after we learn them. Knowledge without action on that knowledge does not help us much. Praise the Lord. So like I said, some people through their long experience and learning from their mistake. Um... Let, let, let's do it this way. There's what we call proverb. If you look at some of these proverbs that we are hearing, I know it's different. It might be, there might be some little different from continent to continent. But at the same time, these are wise sayings. These proverbs are wise sayings. If we gather some of these wise sayings, and you ask people that don't have that experience, I'm telling you, how they we how they we complete it? What I mean to say is that suppose I, I, I bring out some proverb now. I give half of it and I ask someone without experience to finish it. What do you think will happen? If they have not heard about it before, they will say something different. A great one teacher, a great, yeah, great uh, great one teacher, gather some of this wisdom together, uh, some of this proverb. And he's trying to find out if the children 
really has the wisdom to complete those ones. Now listen to what they are saying. So he's giving the, the great one teacher was giving half of that proverb. And he wants the children to complete it. Now listen. Number one is the teacher said, You can lead a horse to the water. He wants the children to complete it. They, they ask her question, but how? But that is not that is not we all know you can lead a horse to the water. But you cannot force the horse to drink water. Then, the teacher said, don't buy the hand that, don't, have, don't buy the hand that, the chorus that look dirty. If you lie down with dust, then they say you will stink in the morning. Whereas, if you lie down with you will get fleas or you get lice that the, the parasites that are with dogs. And the teacher said, an idle man might is they said the best way to relax. They are all saying this because they don't have that wisdom. They only conclude it in their own way. There is this one also where there is police, where there is, sorry, where there is smoke, they run it up, there is pollution. Because they have not had the experience. They have not had the wisdom. Lastly, the teacher said, when blind, leave blind. It's better you get out of the way. So, now, the book of Job, Job 28, Contain one of the most beautiful poems about wisdom. Brother, this screen is not working. Contain one of the most beautiful poems. Let's look at Job 28. Please follow us, brother, read Job 28. Surely. There is a mine for silver, and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the earth, and copper is melted from ore. Man puts an end to darkness, and searches every recess for ore in the darkness and the shadow of death. He breaks open a shaft away from people. In places forgotten by feet, they hang far away from men. They swing to and fro. As for the earth, as for the, as for the earth, from it comes bread, but underneath it is turned up as by fire. Praise the Lord. Because of our time, we can read it as I'm going on with this uh, message. Job 28 can be outlined in three uh, Three groups. Number one is how man searches for wealth. This is from verse 1 to 11. How man searches for wealth. Number two is where is freedom found. This is from verse 12, verses 12 to 19. Why the third group Third outline will be wisdom is in the fear of God. That is from verse 20 to 28. Now, the first one, how man searches for wealth. Verse 1 through to 4. Literally explain how man are looking for wealth. How we are, how we are looking for wealth. We are all here. We are here in Oman. I'm sure many of us, we are not here for adventure. We are looking for wealth. Can you imagine why a European and American will leave their continent, that they will go to Africa looking for wealth? Likewise, an Asian will go to America also looking for wealth. Now we are here. So this shows how Man is looking for wealth. 
This verse one, the verse one to four, is making point of how far people will go to find rock or stone. That's what Job was saying. This rock may be called gold or copper. The stone may either be called even diamond. But in reality, it is not more than rock. He who has made the rock is even more important. The funniest thing is that the way we are looking for words these days, we have put aside the wisdom that, wisdom that we are supposed to seek for. I will give us an instances that um, many of us in, in a bargaining environment, we are, we, are, we are trying to be smart, trying to show that we have the wisdom. We will only go for bargaining at the odd hours when the person is packing his things just to make sure that we have a very fast bargain. That might find to be our wisdom. That is a way of looking for wealth. Even in Oman here, the mall, they are also looking for wealth. They will tell you, buy one and get one free. Is that not wisdom? They use that wisdom. Even though you are buying it, you don't know the calculation they have done. Even a, 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 a store owner will say there is promotion. You buy this, you get this. Or you buy this at reduced price. Or this shows how men are looking for wealth. We are doing it. That is why I said at all hours, in a bargaining environment, in place where I came from, we bargain. You go at the odd hours, when the man is about to take his thing back home, you know that he, he, he may not want to take everything home. Then somebody just comes and says, okay, I want to buy this. No, 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 it's five riyadh. No, I can't pay five riyadh. I will pay two riyadh. No, it's too small. It's too small. Okay, make it uh, three riyadh. Okay, no, 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 I'm not accepting. Within time, the owner will look at this and say, okay, brother, you come, bring 3.5. Then you have played a smart one because he needs money. He also is looking for wealth. That is why he still wants to grab that daily face. So, Job was saying that man will go to extreme and to find wealth. They will risk their life. Man will risk their life. As I'm talking, if you go through that verse 1 to 11, you will understand what I'm talking about. So, what, what they are saying is that man will go through extra length to obtain wealth. Tell me, what are they looking for in the moon? What are they looking for in mass? They are saying, the, the Job recorded that they will go to extreme where lion has never tread upon. They can go as far as where the Bed, the bed eyes could not even see. We used to talk about eagle eye. Eagle eye can see far. So, for people to make money, they go extra mile to have this mind. That's what Joe was telling us from verses 1 to 11. So, mankind will stand diligently for those things that he believes will bring him wealth and power. Nation has fought against nations because of all this thing that is under the ground. I know we have so many geologists, miners, and PDO people here. You know how deep you are before you can bring the oil. How deep they will go before the oil is coming out. You all know that. We have heard about mines collapses over people. See, people are still going more than 200 feet down. All because of wealth. So this is what Job was talking about here. That, they, that man will go to extreme end. But, brethren, Job chapter 28 verse 1 through 11 lead us to the question found in verse 12. Verse 12, brother. 
but where can wisdom be found and where is the place of understanding man does not know its value nor is it found in the land of the living praise the lord where can wisdom be found and where is the place of understanding wisdom is to be, is to be considered more precious than wealth i would rather be around poor wise man than a rich fool i don't know about you but that is me so the book of proverbs talk much about wisdom i want to point out two verses here from the uh, two verses two chapters and two verses from the book of proverbs proverbs 8:11 for wisdom is better than precious stone and nothing desirable that can compare with it proverbs 16:16 acquire wisdom how much better is it than gold and acquire understanding it is preferable to silver you have to realize that wisdom is more precious and this is what lead us to the second outline as i said from verse 12 to 19 we say but where is wisdom found wisdom is not what you know about it's not what you know about the world but how well you know god human reasoning will not make you wise What am I trying to say? Intelligence is not the same thing as wisdom. I've just told us that many of us we have paid traffic fine, but we have not learned from it. We are still paying. If we have learned from our experience, we will not pay again. There's a pastor, a boy scout, and a computer expert. They are the only passenger inside one plane, and they were going. Suddenly, the pilot came and said, "The train is going down, and we just have uh, three parachutes here. Remember, we have the pastor. Uh, they 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 have four parachutes: the pastor, the computer expert, the boy scout." and the yeah and the pilot they have three parachutes so the pilot said they need me i still have to fly so many airplane so i think i should have one he grab one and he jump out then the boy scout quickly pick one bag on the ground smartly pick it then the computer man said no 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 people need me because this is computer time i need to get one of that and with that you give me that and the boy handed over the bag to him he jumped out then the pastor said boy have lived a very luxurious life i think i should go and rest with the lord you use the other parachutes why i go down with the plane the boy scout just smiled i said no sir the best expert man I've just given him my backpack and has jumped out. So, intelligence is not the same thing as wisdom. The man could not look at what he has been given. He picked it and jumped out. It shows the, the the boy scout, the small boy has outsmarted him. What am I saying, brother? is that wisdom does not come easily don't think because you are an academician because you are a professor because you are a doctor because you are a house head because you are this that you have more wisdom no that is not the kind of wisdom that can help you to give the good news even though to a certain level it will help you But if you find yourself in a situation of Paul, you might be in trouble. You might not know what to do. You can panic and begin to shake. In the Old Testament, 
precisely in the Deuteronomy, we find that wisdom is based on keeping the law of God. Deuteronomy 4, 6. Let's see what it says. It says, First, obey this law. This will show the people of the world your wisdom and insight. When they hear about all this law, they will say what wise and incisive people they are in the great nation. If wisdom is about knowing God, I'm sure our pastors and ministers, various ministers of God will be more respected when it comes to godly things. But man does not understand the value of godly wisdom in this world. This is what Job was telling us. Many are not focusing on where the wisdom is. We can gain wisdom through the word of God. But do we pay attention to those words of God? We are talking about word of God, word of God, where we can gain wisdom. Which one should be important in this case? A president is coming to a Christian gathering. And immediately that president arrives, what happens? What would they do? They will sing the national item. And everybody will stand. And you can hear a drop of pain. But in this same gathering, when it is time for message, people will be moving. There will be noise. The kind of respect they are giving to the national item of a nation is not being given to the word of God. And Job is telling us that it is in the word of God you can get the wisdom. Sometimes when we are giving messages here also, many of us will switch off our mind. We begin to think about something else. And if you ask some people what are they talking about, from the pulpit. They may not even remember. Okay, I know Brother Francis was standing there. He has given us some things to laugh about. You need to grasp the right wisdom from whatever is coming out from here. That is what Job was saying, that wisdom can be found in the Word of God. In this same Job from verse uh, 12 to 19, as I said, Job was telling us that wisdom cannot be purchased for gold or silver. Because if it is for sale, then it means people with money will have it. It cannot be gotten with gold or silver. Verse 14 says, It is not in deepest place of the earth or the sea. That's verse 14. It cannot be purchased. It is more valuable than gold. Verse 16. It cannot be valued with the gold. It is more precious. That's Job was saying. Jewelry made from fine materials, gold and silver, inlaid with precious stones, cannot be compared to the wisdom. Job knows that the wealth of the world cannot equal the value of God's wisdom. This leads us to the third outline. Verse 20 asks the same question in verse 12. Brother, can you read verse 12? But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Verse 20. Now move to verse 20 again. From where then does wisdom come? Where And where is the place of understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. Praise the Lord. The third outline I have here is wisdom is in the fear of God. But I don't want you to mistaking the... Um, or to misunderstand the fear of God. So, let us look what fears mean. So that we can know what, when Pastor Shane was talking here sometimes back and said, if your friend don't fear God, fear him. I'm also telling you now, 
Because if your friend is not fear God, is not fearing God, it means he has no wisdom. Because the wisdom is in the fear of the Lord, as we are going to see. But what is fear? Fear as a noun. Now, as defined by one Bible, uh, one uh, dictionary, sorry, is an emotion experience in anticipation of some specific pain or danger, usually acquired by a desire to flee or you fight back. That is one fear. Another fear is a feeling of deep respect for someone or something or something. That is the fear of God. When you look at fear as a verb, it means being afraid or scared or be frightened. I'm telling you, only the fool will not be afraid. Only foolish man will not be afraid. So, to say we fear God does not mean we are afraid of Him. Why? Because, let's look at Second uh, Timothy 1 verse 7. It clarifies that. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Praise the Lord. This verse clarifies that uh, it explains that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So now, the fear of God is an awesome respect and reference growing out of greatness and power of God. To respect, Pastor mentioned at the beginning, worship. To worship, to worship God as we ought to. It is critical that we understand God's nature. Job 20 to 28 talk about where we can find the wisdom of God. Praise the Lord. The two, question, the two questions that are asked in verse 20, they are the same question in verse 12. Where does wisdom come from? Where is the place of understanding? Job tells us in verse 21 that wisdom is hidden from the eyes of living. Verse 13 also mentions something like that. Which even the bed which have the keen eyesight, keen eyesight have not seen it. Destruction and death have heard about it, but they have not seen it either. In verse 23, God understands wisdom. He knows where it is. Where, why should he not? He sees everything all on the earth. Everything under heaven and earth. That's verse 24. For he looked to the end of, to the, of the earth, seared under the old heaven. Job then exposed the power of God from verse 25 to 27. From verse 25 to 27. He established the weight of that. Okay, go on brother, read. To establish a weight for the wind and apportion the waters by measure. When he made a law for the rain and a path for the thunderbolt, then he saw wisdom and declared it. He prepared it. Indeed, he searched it out. And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He established the weight of the wind. He has measured out every drop of water on the earth. He set the rule for rain. This is the time you must drop. He set the rule. That is the wisdom of God. He has established the path of thunderbolts. That's what verse 25 to 27 was saying. God in his immeasurable wisdom has given an atmosphere to the earth, which possessing a certain degree of gravity that 
keep us to the center of the earth. With the drop of rain, with the wind in uh, not too much, not too, um, not too little, the vegetables are growing. Everything is coming rightly. Just because of you and myself. So that we can have something to eat. This is wisdom of God. He has, he has organized everything in the way that it will favor us. In the way that we will have something to eat. God has exactly proportioned the water surface of the earth. The scientists are saying that water is about 75% of the earth. Still, for the human being, the animals and all living things, we are able to do whatever we can do. Why some of these living things also are enjoying themselves in the water? God has used His wisdom to create this world. So, brethren, what am I saying? For you to spread the good news, you need the application of wisdom of God. And how do you get this wisdom? It's by fearing Him. I'm sure if your child is not afraid of you, or, okay, don't let me use the word afraid. He's not respecting you. Or your colleagues or somebody in your office is not respecting you. There are some things you ought to have passed to that person, you will not pass it. The same thing, if we are not respecting God, there are certain things that we ought to know that we will not know. So when you fear God, when you fear Him, you will have the wisdom. No matter how knowledgeable the scientists tried, as much as they got to explain, they only have the small fractional part. There are still so many things they cannot explain. And these are the people that have come up with so many things. Many of them have the fear of God. Some don't have. Apology to the scientists here. You need to fear God. When you fear Him, I'm telling you, some difficult things that have not been known will be revealed to you. Even in your private or personal profession. Don't think that I'm an expert. Anyway, we are all expatriates here. We are all expatriates. Don't think you are an expert. You still need the wisdom of God. If you don't fear Him, something close to your nose, He will not reveal it unto you. It is only when you apply the fear of Lord that you will grab that wisdom that He wants you to know. If you are excelling today that you, you, you are prospering whatever you are doing, try to have the fear of God more. Some people are looking for certain things, they are not getting it. It's not that God has closed that chapter. No. God needs more from you. Apply the fear of God. You will get whatever you, you want. God alone has God alone has seen wisdom and he proclaimed it. He has surely prepared wisdom. He knows where it is. It is not hidden from him. And he said to man, the fear of the Lord, that is the wisdom. And depart from all evil. What is that? Understanding. For you to understand, you need to depart from certain evil, all evil. So for you to give the good news to people with your conscience free, because sometimes we might be telling people that, oh, you need to give your life to Christ. Whereas within your mind also, something will be telling you have not totally repent. So you must depart from all evil to have that insight, which is the understanding. Job twenty-eight twenty-eight. And to man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. That is the wisdom. 
and to depart from evil and to depart from evil is understanding that is the understanding fear god the creator of all things reverencing worshiping serving that is the wisdom we are talking about that is the wisdom get away from sin repent you will have the understanding some i think almost a year ago i gave one message here regarding um, this man that was sent jonah you know when the trouble came the his shipmates what happened to them quickly they repent they begin to fear god they begin to fear god they begin to afraid of what was happening I'm not saying you should allow your situation to degenerate to that before you give your life to God. The shipmate of uh, Jonah in his ship quickly they repent, and even that extended to Nineveh. It extended to Nineveh. Jesus was saying in Matthew, Matthew ten twenty-eight. Fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. The fear of God converted the shipmate of the prophet Jonah and later the inhabitants of Nineveh. If we reject God, we cut ourselves from the source of all wisdom. When we reject him, you have deprived yourself. You have cut yourself away from the source of all wisdom devils still have the wisdom he will give you whatever wisdom you have but don't be surprised whatever he gives you if he gives you one he's taking two so that is why you need to get your wisdom from god brethren as you go forth this year to evangelize to spread the good news ask god to give you the wisdom when you have that wisdom even when you find yourself in the situation of Paul, God will lead you on what to do. He will give you the word to speak out. When Paul begins to speak in the language that those people understand, many of them say, oh, this is part of us. It's part of us. That also you can apply to your life. Blessed be the name of the Lord as you seek the wisdom of God. May you find the wisdom of God and His understanding. Like I said, the book of Proverbs talks much about wisdom. Proverbs 23 4 says, Labor not to be rich, cease from thy own wisdom. Ecclesiastes 7 12 says, For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom that giveth life to them that have it. When you have money, that is when you can be in trouble. I'm telling you, there's a popular artists in Nigeria that sing one song that because the father was rich, the son said he wants to ride a horse. And he becomes so pompous. He becomes so proud. He was riding the horse. He began to abuse so many people. He was not respecting anyone. All of a sudden, the, the horse the, the two front uh, leg of the horse went off and he fell and the person died. Tell me, a poor man, can he, have, can he have a horse for his son? No. Sometimes you see on the road today, you see some children. If the parents are very rich, they give them that luxurious to enjoy. They drive without care. It is joy that can destroy. Joy without wisdom can destroy. Money without wisdom can destroy. You need the wisdom of God.
to spend your money judiciously. I thank God for the sisters. They spend every penny judiciously. Give them five reals to go to market. They will come with two handbags. Give brother to go to market with five reals. He will tell you that you can just buy one item. Praise the Lord. That is wisdom of God. At the same time, when the challenges come, tell sister to come forward. Then, it is no longer ladies first. It will not be man first. So that is where the wisdom of brothers are. I thank God for brothers. When challenges come, the brother will be the one sister will push forward. So you can see that God in his wisdom has distributed everything evenly. Where you are falling down, the sister is there to support you. And where the brother is going down, the sister is also there. So, what am I saying in essence is that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom. Proverbs 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of the knowledge, but food despise wisdom. Proverbs 9.10 says The fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy understanding. You see, Proverbs talks much about wisdom. Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. You can learn God, godly wisdom. You cannot learn godly wisdom in university. And get a degree in it. No. It can only come to a heart in right relationship with God. So you need to seek God. As we spread the good news, we should mind for the wisdom of God and worship Him. Fear Him, reverence Him for who He is. True wisdom can only be found in God. True wisdom will search out the things of God. The will of God and the will of God. Do you need or want more wisdom? You can find it by getting closer to God. By drawing nearer to Jesus. That is the way you can get this wisdom. Draw closer to God and you will be amazed. The shower of blessing, the shower of wisdom, that God will shower on you. As you are sitting down, close your eyes, ask God to give you His wisdom that will lead you to spread the good news, that will guide you in spreading the good news. Shall we rise to our feet as we bring the service to a close? And I just want us to reflect for a minute on what you have heard right now. And it's for each one of us to decide for ourselves if we want to be a man or a woman of wisdom or a man or woman of foolishness. See, God has already packaged wisdom into every one of us. But it's for us to pick the key and unlock that door. God's given us the key. question is, are you using that key? Because that key is essentially what we have heard today. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. The fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So if you need wisdom, if you need to apply that wisdom in your day-to-day -day living, God is telling us a very simple answer. God says the key is with you, just fear me. And you have heard the definition of fear. It is not being scared of God. God has not asked us to be scared of Him. But it is reverence for God. Obeying God. You will obey somebody if you revere that person. If you honor that person. If you respect that person. Fear of the Lord is honoring God. And as you honor God in your life, wisdom will be what is seen in your life. So God has told us very clearly today, but it's for us to decide whether we want to use it, whether we want to fear the Lord, or whether we just want to live lives of foolishness. But remember one thing, for the fool, there is a rod. Talk to God. Just talk to Him. If you haven't revered Him till now, tell Him you're sorry. If you haven't honored Him, if you haven't obeyed Him, all God wants from us is obedience. Just talk to God. Just remember the last few days. Where have you failed Him? Where have you fallen? Where have you done it your way and not God's way? Just say you're sorry. And tell him that you want to get back to walk in the way that he has ordained for you. Church, let's just talk to God. Take time to talk to him. This is not the time to be silent. There are times we need to be silent, but this is not the time to be silent. This is the time to talk to God. Father God, thank you, Lord, that you have reminded us again of how foolish we often are. That we do not use the key that you have given us. Father God, I pray, Lord, that every one of us will learn to honor you, Lord. Will learn to respect you, Lord. Will learn to obey you, Lord. Will learn to have reverential fear for you, Lord. And as we do that, Father God, I pray, Lord, that wisdom shall flow out of each and every one of us. That our lives will be lives of wise living, Lord Father. In a world of foolishness, in a world of chaos, every one of us here, Lord, will stand out as beacons of wisdom, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have poured out into us so much of wisdom. But give us that desire to apply it, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you've told us this key once again. You've reminded us about this key. And we pray, Lord, that we will not forsake it, neither will we throw it away, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for your servant whom you have used, through whom you brought across to us this wisdom for life, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord, that you will anoint him the more, Lord Father, that he will bring to us Thoughts that you give him, Lord Father, for practical living, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you, Lord. Be with him and his family, Lord Father. We ask that you pour out your blessings upon them. And may they continue to, to be a blessing to so many others, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely.
goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's step out, let's fellowship, let's keep a motto for this week, wise living.